Hey, it's Melissa here, the host of the Filled with Gold Widow podcast. I've had an amazing time doing this podcast, and I'm so grateful for all of you who have listened and supported me along the way. As you might know, I've been working on a new podcast with my two widow besties, Kim Murray and Jen Zwink, called the Widow Squad Podcast. And I've made the decision to focus all my energy on it. The Widow Squad Podcast is a show that provides a space where widows can come together share stories, and find comfort in knowing they're not alone. It's a show we're really passionate about and hope that you'll give it a listen. If you've enjoyed Filled with Gold, I know you'll love the Widow Squad podcast. It's the same kind of honest, heartfelt, and sometimes funny conversations that you've come to expect from me. But it's also a show that will give you a deeper understanding of what it means to be a widow. So if you're ready for a new podcast, I hope you'll check out the Widow Squad podcast. You can find it on your favorite podcast platform. And if you're not ready to say goodbye to the Filled with Gold Widow podcast, you can always go back and listen to all the old episodes. Whether you're a recent widow or have been on this journey for a while, we're here to support and empower each other. So come join us. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you on the Widow Squad podcast. You're listening to the Filled with Gold Widow podcast the show that puts you in touch with expert resources to support you in moving forward after the death of your spouse and life partner. I'm your host, Melissa Pierce. Let's dig in. On this week's Filled with Gold Widow podcast, Rachel Donnelly is joining us. After many experiences with loss, including the death of her parents at a young age, Rachel founded Black Dress Consultants a consulting firm that helps individuals and families manage the unavoidable tasks and logistics of after loss and end of life. Rachel is also a former fundraiser extraordinaire, having worked in higher education, fundraising for Agnes Scott College, Emory University, and Georgia Institute of Technology. Rachel serves on the board of directors on Love Not Lost, an Atlanta nonprofit that provides grief tools and free photography sessions for families facing terminal diagnoses. Welcome to the show, Rachel. I'm really, really glad that you're here with us. Oh my goodness. Thanks, Melissa. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, well tell us a little bit about, um, I know I read in the bio about how yeah. you founded Black Dress Consultants, but just tell us if you could dive a little bit deeper into yeah. that story, that'd be great. Absolutely. Well, you know, they say that, you know, um, necessity is the the mother of invention. And so I really, and I think that's how a lot of great inventions and businesses are developed is someone sees or experiences a need and they're like, well, I'm going to problem solve this. Mm -hmm. So Black Dress Consultants was founded based on that, based on a need that I experienced and that I thought, well, I'm not alone in this when I'm experiencing this with others that, you know, around me and in my community and friends. So, you know, I lost my father when I was 16 and in high school and my mom was a young widow and or younger, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so I watched her have to sell my dad's medical practice and, you know, put all of that, that to bed and all of those tasks and logistics and, and legal work. And um, then after I went to school and got married and had two small children, my mom 
um, got sick and passed away pretty suddenly within a couple of weeks. And her death left me in charge of taking care of my uncle, who was out of state and um, had uh, was in the latter stages of Parkinson's. And so I had a lot of you know, needs in terms of you know, managing care. And um, we were his only family. So taking on the responsibilities of not only settling my parents' estate, having to take on the care of an aging loved one, and then throw that in the mix of working full time, having your own kids, trying to you know do the laundry and all of the things, um, drive to soccer practice. It's a lot. And so I was like, why isn't there a project manager uh, or sort of a coordinator for death and dying? And I remember vividly the day standing in the Chase Bank parking lot and after trying for six hours to open um, a couple years ago, after my uncle passed away, trying to open up his estate account. And it was just so much bureaucracy and red tape. And I just wanted to scream. I was like, this is so hard. Um, and I was like, I, you know, I've got the attorneys, I've got the accountant and all the, the things, but there are all of those, those other things, those other, other tasks that fall in the cracks and you're left to really figure it out with little to no experience. So that's what I created. I thought, why isn't this being done? Well, I'm just going to do it. Oh, it is. Necessity is the mother of invention. And I'm also thinking about if you experienced kind of your mom modeling this for you, like all that she had to do to um, all the kind of business of death yeah. with your dad's um, affairs. And yeah. I think, you know, it really kind of delays the processing of, Absolutely. of grief because, and the stress alone is Absolutely. You know, at the highest level. Well, and it's, you know, we have all of these other, I think, services that help families and individuals through these other very important life stages, you know, weddings, you have a baby, you can bring in sort of, it's very commonplace to bring in all outsource and help mm-hmm. with these other issues. And but it seems just so not commonplace in terms of death. It's like we have to suffer in silence and put our heads down and just get it done. And it doesn't have to be that way. That doesn't mean you don't love your, your loved one who's just passed away any less. Um, but it just, uh, it delays mm-hmm. and it handicaps your grief process. Mm-hmm. And you can make very rash decisions and mistakes and mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it, it shouldn't have to be that hard. We're all going to experience death mm-hmm. uh, in some way, shape or fun. We may not all have children. We may not all have a big wedding, um, buy a house, you know, all those other milestones. We're all going to experience death. So why can't we surround ourselves with these sort of death positive, um, you know, resources and professionals that can help us through just such a terrible time. Yeah. It's, it's really the after care, which is sorely lacking in this. Oh my gosh. There, there is literally, I think there's kind of like your immediate, maybe a week or two after care um, with people, you know, feeding you and, 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 you know, 
giving bring in the ham cakes and the pan, yeah. uh, the, the pan, ham and the pound cakes. I sort yeah. of mixed up ham and pound cakes. I kind of ham cake kind of <laughs> sounds good. But. It does sound kind of good. <laughs> um, we, we should think about that. But, yeah, exactly. You no, know, but you're right. It's like the first two weeks, everybody's everybody's mm. there, and then after that is when the rubber hits the road. Yeah, and you're left with, oh my gosh, what's the password to the Netflix account mm-hmm. and or I didn't have the unlock code to their phone, or they were the only one who had logged into our banking account to pay the bills, or did they have life insurance? I don't know. Who's going to feed the cat if it was a you know an aging parent mm-hmm. who who lived alone? It's just a cascade of what you know, as you said, the business of death. Yeah, yeah. I I, I go back to that time and you know parenting being a younger widow. So having to, you know, dealing with getting the kids to school, feeding the kids, feeding myself, all that just kind of that basic stuff. And then having to deal with student loan, you know, student loans, all the bank accounts, we didn't have wills. So that's the first thing I did um, was get a will so that if something happened to me, absolutely, my kids would be taken care of, but like all this stuff, and I'm trying to make really good, solid decisions. And I had a pretty good team around me, a lawyer and um, a financial advisor, which I'd never had before. Absolutely. Brand yeah. New experience yeah. for me <laughs> and um, trusting those people and yeah. still making mistakes in, yeah. in how I'm filling paperwork out. Um, yeah. Financial mistakes were made and, you know, I'm doing yeah. the best I could, but to have a guide um, with me would have been so amazing. Yeah. I know you didn't exist back then. Well, your business <laughs> didn't exist back then, but no. um, it's so needed. I mean, it really yeah. is. It yeah. really is. Especially if things are just kind of um, complicated. Yeah. You know? Complicated. And you know, we're living longer. Mm-hmm. We have more stuff yeah. than, than ever it seems. Um, and you know, we live further from family. So a lot of the clients that I have, are settling, say they're sandwich generation, you know, they're one or, you know, both their parents have passed away. They're out of town. They're, they're managing their own career and family. And then they're having to do this from afar. And it's, it's not like we have that small, you know, family, uh, immediate family that's all in the same small town anymore. It's just, it's so different. So that I think also adds to this, I call it a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can oh, very gosh. much be a dumpster fire. So I think to, to have, you know, someone who can help either manage this from afar, problem solve, you know, concierge consulting can really be a godsend mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to families. Oh, yeah. So walk, walk me through, like, you have this idea and mm-hmm. you're like, I'm going to be a project manager, which is, I think is yeah. a great, great title for this. Yeah. Um, death concierge or something yeah (laughs) how to walk me through like how you know from the baby steps that you took or the steps that you took to get to where you are now yeah so I sat down and just started writing a business plan um you know what would be the types of services that that I would provide and sort of putting them in different sort of buckets um you know who would be the types of clients that I might have from widows, you know, to people you know, like me who were, were sandwich generation, um, 
mid-career individuals um, and just sort of started building it out and then just started networking. I just sort of threw myself out there and um, just started meeting with people, bankers, attorneys, financial advisors, people who had lost loved ones themselves. Um, and just it just sort of expanded from there. But I really did struggle a lot with what to call myself. I still struggle with that. You know, I'll try to explain it to people. And if you if people don't get it in a couple of seconds, they're like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So it's it takes, I think, constant zhuzhing and perfecting to, to translate this. Um, so, you know, very simply, I'll say, you know, I help the living deal with dying. Um, and some people are like, oh, OK, I get it. Um, but it's it's, of course, been a process of finding out the types of services like somebody like yourself would have needed when you lost your husband, um, keeping abreast and on top of the latest sort of laws, even though I, I'm not saying I'm an attorney, but like what are the, the different laws and protocols around closing, transferring accounts with executors. And um, so it's, it's constantly a learning experience. There's always something with every single client that I've never done before. And I'm like, I don't know, but we're just going to figure this out. And I'm just going to problem solve the heck out of this. And uh, Google's going to be my best friend. And we're just, we're just going to figure it out. Um, But it's always evolving. And I was so lucky to meet so many others in what we call sort of the death care space. So not only um, it's sort of having a moment right now, and I think you'll probably have a lot of thoughts about that is, you know, we're definitely becoming more death positive as we're coming hopefully to the end of the COVID pandemic. And it really forced a lot of people to think about their own mortality. Um, And there was a big rush of people getting their own estate plans, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about their own mortality, their own legacy, what might happen to their kids. Um, so I hope it's I hope it's definitely opened the door a lot more. But I've been so lucky to meet so many people in this this sort of community and this space and just networking and that rising tide lifts all boats sort of mentality. Yeah, yeah. I think it, you'd be perfect or, for funeral homes or uh, yeah, funeral <clears throat> directors to just know about what you're doing because whether you know, the person who's, who's grieving, who lost their person, they may not know about your service, but somebody yeah. in their circle might. Yeah. And just yeah. to like, I think that would, I just, this is just such an amazing, an amazing uh, business that you have. And so I know you're based in Georgia. Yeah. But do you work with clients all over? I have clients all over the U S so, okay. um, and I get referrals from just different, you know, some of my death care partners, industry partners. Um, but yeah, I've had clients in California, um, a lot in New York because my uncle died in New York. I'm very sort of familiar with some of the protocols around that helped a lot of clients there, Florida, Alabama. I mean, you just, you name it. So it's really I can, you know, we've all learned how to adapt and adjust in the mm-hmm. pandemic, which has been a good thing. You know, if you do need that on-site support of helping with the unfurnishing and clean out of a home and project managing that, of course, it does help if you're in the Atlanta area. But I've also arranged cleanouts in New York um, from afar. 
sell, you know, like I said, I have a great network um, that I can call upon and just problem solve. Um, so not only with our after loss consulting, but also with legacy planning clients. Those are also all over the U.S. So we not only help clients manage those logistics of after loss, but we also help clients, um, you know, get their affairs in order, make recommendations and introductions to attorneys, help them pull all of that paperwork together, maybe think through some of those blind spots. And that's one of my first questions when I do work with someone who's lost a loved one, especially a widow. I'm like, all right, my first question to you is, what have, do you have a will? Who's going to speak on your behalf now? Mm-hmm. That's the, one of the most important things is who's going to be your advocate and I'd love for you to get that in, in order ASAP, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that was one of the, the best decisions I made because it was just a peace of mind um, that, oh my gosh, it's just me now. If something happens yeah. to me, how, you know, how are my kids going to thrive? Who's going to take care of them? I had to have conversations with family members like, okay, you're, you're going to take care of them. You're they're doing gonna, this. Yeah. You're gonna, they're going to come live with you. You, you, you take people. care of the money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, boom, boom, boom. And at that point, nobody could say no to me because, you know, it was just such a. And you're like, batter up, you're here, you're Mm -hmm. over here. Yeah, so. Exactly, um, exactly. But, uh, you know, not everybody, you know, can be thinking like that. And it did delay my grief. It did delay my process. I can only imagine. Yeah, I just, I was like doing the business, you know, I had 12 death certificates and I was doing all the things and talking to all the businesses and trying to get everything wrapped up. And then after that, it was like, okay, now what? Oh, wow. Maybe I need to really um, believe this, this actually happened because it really delayed that whole, I was in shock making all these decisions. I I can't even, yeah, I can't even imagine. I can. And, you know, I'm sure you look back and you're probably like, how did I even function? What, you know, um, what, what, what was I doing? How did I go through that? Yeah. It would have been nice to have a a guide, just somebody to kind of walk alongside, um, walk alongside a widow yeah. during that time. So Absolutely. Like, if you, I don't want to put you on the spot. I'm yeah. like, kind, kind of put you on the spot, but can you give like a scenario where you've worked with a, a, a widow, um, you know, mm-hmm. no names or whatever, but kind yeah. of what the things that you did to make her life easier after the death of, of her partner? Absolutely. So I've, I've actually had a client and she's sort of become like a good friend um, now I started working with her a little over about a year and a half ago. Um, and it was sort of six months after her husband passed away and she had grown children, um, and, and grandchildren, but still very young and energetic and just full of life. And her husband had his own business and, um, you know, of course they own their own home. And so she was just completely overwhelmed with how to close down his business with like the secretary of state. Um, And then they had a lake house in a different state. And then a couple months down the road, she was like, Oh no, I forgot that, you know, my husband had bought purchased the lake house with his business partner. So her name wasn't on on the deed. So then she had to file ancillary probate in a whole nother state. Um, but just sort of the things that I helped her with, 
we would meet, you know, weekly or every other week. And I would go to our house and we would just sit down and we'd go through the mail and we, we would go through and I would take her, I create a a customized spreadsheet for each one of my clients and based on their circumstances, I share it with them. It's usually a Google, Google sheet. And we just start just, you know, going away, going at all the different, the different tasks from, you know, me reaching out to his alma maters, making sure that um, those, his, his sort of file with them is, is, is closed and they know he's deceased to running my client's names through or their loved ones through like the insurance um, life insurance database to see if there are policies that they were unaware of and, and filing those. And we actually got a lot of hits. And the last time I met with her, she was like, Oh my gosh, Rachel, I got a check in the mail from some life insurance company. I didn't even know existed. Um, so and let's see, you know, canceling his driver's license and his voter registration. And I, you know, helped fill out all the paperwork to have her husband's car title changed into her name. And that is a process. And I'm also a notary. So I can sit down and just notarize all the paperwork for them that they may need and then mail it off, drop it off, you know, whatever. So those are, you know, you know, some of the things, the social media profiles, if they had a LinkedIn page going through and, you know, sending, sending a, an email to their customer support team to be like, Hey, let's, let's close this down. Um, so I can just, so I sort of do a, an intake process, try to find out as much as I can about their loved one, and then just come up with that customized roadmap and then keep them in the loop, ask them to help me with things that maybe I can't do on their behalf, and then just check things off the list and just really start shutting, shutting down their loved one's affairs. Yeah. Well, as I'm, as I'm listening to you, talk about all these, all these kind of business type, um, you know, you have to have a, a business strategy around this. You really are empathetic. You really have to, you have to have empathy as you're mm-hmm. doing this. I mean, and you do, I mean, this, that skill set is, I don't know if a lot of people have that or you have it because you understand. Yeah. And I think that that's so important. And I mean, you have it now, because of what you've experienced, but you've also got to be completely unafraid of just leaning into hard spaces mm-hmm. because there would be several times I would be sitting with her at the, the dining room table and she would just break down and just say, I just can't believe this is my rea- reality. And I would just say, I know I, you know, I can't imagine and just let her talk. Sometimes people mm-hmm. just want, they just have a moment. They just want to be heard for a couple of minutes. They want to have just a little crying fest and then they can rebound and we can, we can get back to work, but it does take someone who is not going to shy away from that. Yeah. So are you the only one that is doing this or do you have a, a a group of people under you or people that you can access? I do have sort of team members that I've, um, I have sort of subject matter specialists that I've, I've hired to help me someone who I can, who can be help be my, on-site estate cleanout um, coordinator. Um, you know, I've got um, an assistant who helps me with research and, and, and a lot of things. But then I'm also really excited because I've partnered with three other incredible women 
um, in different states. We started, we sort of found each other very organically and we found that we had very similar businesses to each other. Um, and we just started networking and just sort of created this very informal networking group. And we started calling ourselves professionals of after loss services. Mm. And then we said, you know, like there, because then we would start getting requests for people to say, do you do this in this state? And can you, can you help me with my mom's house? Who's completely full with brown furniture and silver and crystal in, you know, Oregon or what mm-hmm. have you. And so then we were like, you know what, we need to create a training program to help anyone who wants to learn and, and learn the best practices the, the the sort of the ethics, the all the ins and outs of doing this. So we founded Professionals of After Loss Services um, earlier this year. We um, launched a beta testing program for us, a couple of, of, of students, and then we will be launching a more formalized training program for anyone who wants to become a professional of After Loss Services this fall. Okay. I just got a wave of goosebumps. That is amazing. I mean, because there's only one of you, you know, who's amazing at this, but, but the fact that you can train others to do this because Mm. there's so many people in every state and every state has their nuances. Absolutely. Um, And that's what we really, you know, we really, while I, I love to help anybody and everybody who I can, what I also, we also think is very important that there are people in different areas and regions and communities who know all the players and know the attorneys to refer to, the financial advisors, the senior move managers, the aging life care managers, all of the people, the, you know, the hospice company, you know, all of them that you are the experts in your community and you have that sort of Rolodex of, of people that you can call upon. Because I'm sure, as you know, that's one of the hardest parts is someone dies and you're like, well, who do I call? What do mm-hmm. I do? And to be able to have that sort of continuum of care network, mm-hmm. I think is so super important. So that's mm-hmm. what we also want to do. Teach people the processes and the best practices that we have developed. And then for them to go be the experts mm-hmm. in their communities. Yeah. And also to have trusted, vetted professionals, because you could just go on Google and type in, you know, an estate planner or whatever. Yeah. You don't know who yeah. they are or, or if they're yeah. good or not, or you can trust them yeah. or not. So it's nice to have somebody who's like, okay, I work with this person all the time. We've had these successes. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy to go, or this is the person to go. Exactly. To. Exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, as we know, there are some people out there you know, that I've met or or interact with it. I'm like, I will never send a client to you mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. um, you know, but then there are so many amazing people that I'm like, I know they will take care of you. I know that they will conduct an amazing estate sale for your, your parents' home. And those are just those trusted people that I'm like, they gotcha. They're, they're gonna work. We're, we're all going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a very collaborative type of effort. Mm. God, that is so tremendous. I love that. Um, so I know, I know this is kind of the beginning stages, but have you sussed out like how long this training program is or yeah. what types of skills people need to have to, yeah. to enter well, this so program? We, we sort of have an assessment that we are at the big, you know, for them to um, 
express their interest. Mm -hmm. What are, you know, because we all, it's funny, we all did a personality test, a disc assessment a couple of weeks ago, Mm -hmm. the four of us, and we all just had very different types of personalities. And so we want to be very clear that this can, someone who becomes an after loss professional can have so many different types of skills and attributes and backgrounds. Um, So there's, there's that. And you can also curate and create your, your profession, your business, that's going to work best for you. One of my clients, she also, or one of my business partners, she also helps um, women through divorce and that paperwork. Mm -hmm. So she's added that as a scope of her business. Another one does sort of more, if there is, deathbed type affairs if a will needs to be notarized and, mm-hmm. and all of those things. So helping with that. Um, so we kind of give different options of the different ways you can take your business, um, how to market yourself, what to call yourself. And as it exists right now, it's sort of a six module course mm-hmm. and it'll take probably um, we think around three months um, from, from start to finish for someone it will be both, you know, an on-demand evergreen course with live training component as well. Mm. So it's not quite up and running that we I could share details on the listener notes. If, yet, if you're interested, I? if you're interested, yes, go to afterlosspros.com. We are also on Instagram at after, uh, Professionals of After Loss Services, Facebook Professionals of After Loss Services, and Instagram at at after loss pros. Okay. Our handle. Yeah. No, cool. I will put that all on the, and we, 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 yeah, we'll have a, um, uh, an email. Um, you want to join our email list or add your name to it Mm -hmm. for, if you're interested in learning more and we will keep you up to date as we go through launching, um, pals 2.0. I love it. I love it. So, um, you've got a, a family yourself. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a thriving business. You're starting the this training program. Um, so you're not busy at all. No. I'm not. I mean, I was just, before we got on this, I was just laying around, you yeah, know, just you know. watching soap operas, you exactly. know, eating, yeah. uh, eating the ham cake or whatever <laughs> we make. <laughs> we're going to make this a thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to add this to the, um, we're going to make a proprietary ham cake and add it to the oh, yeah. with gold subscription box. <laughs> oh, I love it. It sounds amazing. I'm getting hungry. Um, but so what do you do? I mean, do you have all this going on? Um, what do you do to kind of fortify yourself and, and like your self-care practices? Yeah. So that's a great question. You know, I, you know, I try to add, um, always try to add that element of humor and, and not taking myself too seriously, um, in this business, that's just who I am and how I am. Um, but there are, I don't want to take it lightly that there are so many times that I am working with a widow or a family member where it's just, it's just unbelievably tragic Mm -hmm. and, and awful. And I can take a lot of that home. Um, and it can really weigh on me and get just really, really sad. So I don't want to, be flip about it, that it doesn't um, affect you. And that is part of the training model that we, or module we talk about is self-care and death care, Mm -hmm. because it's hard. Like you can just absorb a lot of that. So, you know, whenever I start really feeling like I am just about to lose it, put on a podcast, 
or music or the calm.com app. And I take a walk. Um, I love, we love to sort of be outdoors and we're going, um, we're going hiking. Um, and, um, uh, let's say we're going, uh, mountain biking and, uh, hiking this summer with my, with my kids. And, um, so, you know, just trying to, to do as, as much as we can to sort of be outdoors and be with, be with nature and, um, step away. Cause it, it can be a lot. And I have a lot, I have a lot going on. So yeah, you do. And I think to do what you do, you have to have empathy. And sometimes that's a double-edged sword because you are, you're giving and you're outpouring. You're also taking it in, you're taking those feelings in. And so it's really good to have it like what yeah. you do. Yeah. Just get away, get some different mm-hmm. headspace, get out in nature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. But every time I work with a client, I come away, you know, having learned something, having mm-hmm. and trying to make it better for the next client of saying, you know what, they weren't really ready to, to get rid of all of their mom stuff. They said they were ready, but I should have seen the signs that they really weren't. Um, you know, it's not about me. It's about them going at their pace mm-hmm. and their own comfort level. You know, I'm working with a widow right now. And I was like, okay, I'm going to shut down his LinkedIn page and his Facebook. And she's like, I'm, I'm not ready for that. And I was like, you're right. I should have asked. I shouldn't just take this on as Rachel's checklist. Like mm-hmm. I need to do this along with your comfort level and, and your priorities and goals. Yeah. And, and you're open to that learning. So, you know, the next client you're like, Oh, okay. I may not I might just yeah. kind of not push or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I can't just go in there gun, you know, like just yeah. completely, yeah. you know, with uh, your clipboard and, and, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, mm-hmm. boop, boop, boop. Yeah. yeah, so these are humans. This is, this is an experience that, that only they know and, and that they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, before we go, I was wondering if you could just, what, what is going on good in your world or what is just, good whether it's a song or a quote or I don't know a movie you saw what is just something that's really kind of struck you as like really good in this world right now really good in this world oh my gosh you put me on this spot something that's really really good um you know there's this great Instagram page that I follow it's called senior stories matter I think it is Mm -hmm. and where they they just post these different interviews with different seniors um and they're like little Instagram reels. And like, I was watching one just earlier this morning and like this woman was interviewing this older man. And he was like, you know, they're like, what is, what, what do you want to put out in the world? That's that would be meaningful. And, and he's like, life is so beautiful and, you know, and enjoy it. And, and life, you know, love is what really matters. And so it was just really, mm. really sweet. You know, I think we just get, I mean, this week has been, you know, such a heavy week yeah. for our, our country and it, it just always feels like there's something there to, to drag, to drag you down mm-hmm. and just sometimes be sort of pulled out of that and try to look at some of, some of the good and some of the wisdom 
Um, and the happiness that we can see around us, I think is super, super important. Yeah. So important. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I'm going to look that up and I'll put that in the notes too, because we can always use a little more life. Yeah. I think it's called senior stories matter or something like that. I'll have to, you know, of course I'm having problems with words this morning. I said, you know, (laughs) put ham and pound cake together. Oh my gosh. Ham cake. cake. It's it's a thing (laughs) that's we're going to hashtag ham cake right here. I'm going to have to start using that on all, all my Instagram pages. Uh, oh my gosh. Instead funny. of, instead of hashtag morning ain't easy. That's one of my hashtags yeah. that I use a lot. I have to start using uh hashtag, uh, you know, ham cake. Ham cake. So. Oh. Oh, we're going to take the internet by storm. We are. I mean, yeah. Senior living stories. That's what it is. Senior living Life's stories. best kept secrets with older adults. Mm, I'm going to yeah. go on to that right after this interview. Yeah. All right. Well, Rachel, I just want to thank you so much for how you're showing up in the world and making people's lives better um, during a really, mm-hmm. really hard time. And I'm, I just really appreciate what you're doing. Well, right back at you. Thank you for you taking your experience and turning it into an amazing product through your subscription boxes and um, your podcast and for not, for not being afraid to lean into hard spaces and for helping us all, you know, we're all stronger together. And hopefully if we can, if I can at least help one person, that'll, that'll be enough for me. Yeah. I know you, you've helped more than that. So thanks for being here. I'll let you get back to your day and uh, you take care of yourself. Thanks so much. All right. And thank you, Filled with Gold Widow podcast listeners. If you'd like to hear more valuable conversations like this, please review, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. You never know who might need it. Until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us this week on the Filled with Gold Widow podcast. This show is made possible by our company, Filled with Gold Self-Care Subscription Boxes for Widows. It's a box specifically created to support you with self-care in mind. Each box is filled with self-care products and resources to encourage you to deeply care for yourself during this time when you are rebuilding your life. You can find out more about the Filled with Gold subscription box at filledwithgold.org. And if you want a free widow self-care support guide to help you on this journey, head on over to filledwithgold.org and subscribe to our email list to have it delivered right to your inbox. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is Melissa Pierce, and from my heart to yours, take care of yourself.